The scripture passage for today on my grandson's second birthday, December 14th, 2022, comes to us from Mark 1, verses 1 through 8. Hear now the word of God. The beginning of the good news of Jesus Christ. As it is written in the prophet Isaiah, See, I am sending my messenger ahead of you, who will prepare your way, the voice of one crying out in the wilderness, Prepare the way of the Lord, make his path straight. So John the baptizer appeared in the wilderness, proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. And the whole Judean region and all the people of Jerusalem were going out to him and were baptized by him in the river Jordan, confessing their sins. Now John was clothed with camel's hair, with a leather belt around his waist, and he ate locusts and wild honey. He proclaimed, the one who is more powerful than I is coming after me. I am not worthy to stoop down and untie the strap of his sandals. I have baptized you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Open our hearts and minds, good and gracious God, so that we might hear the word you intend for each of us on this day. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Pastor Steve and I both preached on Matthew's account of John the Baptist calling out in the wilderness on the first Sunday of December. As you know, we moved the contemporary service to 9 o'clock this past fall to make room for time to gather and grow together from 10 to 11. On the first Sunday of the month, we have two preachers so we can serve communion in both the traditional and the contemporary services after the sermon is preached. On all other Sundays, we have one pastor who preaches in all three services, which is what we have been doing for years now. It's actually a little bit easier for us having two services at nine because we get a chance to catch our breath at 10 and spend a little time with you all in fellowship hour under the tree or in the classes that we offer. So. Back to John the Baptist, this time from the Gospel of Mark. Now John was clothed with camel's hair, with a leather belt around his waist, and he ate locusts and wild honey. You know, I have a cousin in Montana whom I adore, who could have passed as John the Baptist's brother, full beard, tattered clothing, incredibly wise in the ways of the land, with just a twinkle of mischief in his eyes. If you ever found yourself lost in the wilderness, you would want to hitch your wagon to my cousin. He would protect you from bears and inclement weather. He knows how to live off the land so you would not be hungry or thirsty. I would trust him completely to find the way and to lead us out of the wilderness. Yes, I would cling tightly to my cousin. Sometimes when people see John the Baptist, they are reminded of the last time God's people had wandered in a wilderness after the exodus from Egypt. John is all about wilderness. He preaches in the wilderness and he wears clothes just like the prophet Elijah had worn. They think perhaps John is inaugurating a new exodus. That's an interesting way to think of it. The anointed one whose way John comes to prepare will call humanity away from comfort and status. 
He will call his followers to challenge their assumptions and the things they take for granted. So John's call leads us first into the wilderness, but we aren't meant to cling to John. He's pointing to someone bigger and better, the savior of the world. But this doesn't mean that we have to take the journey alone. Anne Weems has a lovely book of poetry called Kneeling in Bethlehem. Listen to her short poem called Yesterday's Pain. Some of us walk into Advent, tethered to our unresolved yesterdays, the pain still stabbing, the hurt still throbbing. It's not that we don't know better, it's just that we can't stand up anymore by ourselves. On the way to Bethlehem, will you give us a hand? Time in the wilderness is not easy, and usually it's not a choice that we make. The experience is disorienting, unsettling, and uncomfortable. We just want to get out and get back to the way things were. We find ourselves in the wilderness for many reasons, things like a divorce or breakup, deep grief from the loss of one we loved so much, a terrifying diagnosis, unemployment, chronic pain, loneliness. There are so many ways to wake up and find ourselves deep in the forest. Try as we might, we can't find the path to go back home. That door seems to be shut. But then, in the distance, we hear a voice, a voice calling out in the wilderness, a voice that sounds like good news, that there might be another way. But yes, that there is another way. This voice gives us a word of hope to pull us out of the bleakness that has settled in. In Mark's account, John doesn't point us towards a baby in a manger. John points us to the Savior of the world, Jesus, as a man who immediately upon his baptism is sent out into the wilderness. Jesus himself experiences the difficult, disorienting, and unsettling time in the wilderness. He knows our pain firsthand. And what does he do? In self-sacrificing love, he extends his arms on the cross for all of humankind. After his resurrection, through the power of the Holy Spirit, Jesus extends his hand to ours, assuring us that we never walk alone. And then he calls us to offer our hands to one another, because somehow he's right in the middle of that too. Jesus reminds us that we are always engulfed in God's grace and love, which can begin today and will be our reality for all of eternity. Will you pray with me? We thank you, O God, for coming to us and for staying with us. Empower us to use our voices and our actions to provide peace comfort, and love to all those we encounter on the journey. In Jesus' holy name we pray. Amen.